Today we're looking at The Muppets Christmas Carol, a 1992 musical comedy directed by Brian Henson. This is the fourth theatrical film in the Muppets franchise and was the first film to be produced following the death of Muppets creator Jim Henson. Although artistic license is taken to suit the aesthetic of the Muppets, The Muppet Christmas Carol otherwise follows the original story of A Christmas Carol, written by Charles Dickens. All right, now what? Yes, we're all re- we're, we're all recording. No, this is in the podcast. This is staying in. What are we doing? How now? do you do podcast? <laughs> I think we all really hate Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, jeez. Hello, maybe, listeners. Maybe welcome to that uh, <laughs> welcome to that that bombshell uh, straight off the top. Um, welcome back to I the Christmas and Chill you. podcast, day three. Um, we're back again. Um, with Maddie and Amy uh, today. Uh, Luke is out uh, once again off the podcast. He did send in a review, so we will chuck it in yeah, there but somewhere. Yeah, none of us realised he wasn't um, going to be on until about 10 minutes ago, yeah. which was 9.30 at night. <laughs> yes, I'm tired. We, we were all ready. We were all ready at like 8.30 or something to record this, but we were waiting for him. <laughs> it, it's, it's been an adventure I of a night. I blame Josh mostly. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, hey, I was I was none the wiser to the fact that there was an email sitting in my inbox. So, but we learn, we move on. Um, exciting times. How are we, ladies? I am very good tonight. Good. Actually. Yeah. What have you been very up good. to? Um, watching a Christmas Carol, <laughs> a Muppets one, in fact. Yes. That's the, that's that's funny. Did you what, enjoy what it? What have you been up to? Oh, not much. Just hanging out. I think we did this gag last night. I don't know if we can redo the gag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We... <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, yes, um, we we did watch uh, The Muppets Christmas Carol uh, this evening, starring Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Um, who just definitely instantly makes any movie better. Um what did we think of this movie? Off the top of the bat, I would just like to say this is definitely, of the three we've watched, this is my favourite so far. Yep. I definitely I reckon... agree with that. Um, I think it's, there's there's so many reasons, but, I mean, the obvious one is it's it's the Muppets. <laughs> it's, it's so hard not to like the Muppets. It was so casually funny. Like, all the jokes were so casual, but so hilarious. Yeah. It's 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 so pantomime. It's so slapstick. Um, Maddie, do you want to take us through the story of the movie? No, nah, do you? Go on, <laughs> off you go. <laughs> you tell us the story, Josh. I feel like you can you control okay. the podcast too much. You tell us the story. Yeah, but shouldn't that mean he, one of us, should I'm tell fine. the story? The story of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. So Ebenezer Scrooge, who hates Christmas, is visited by three ghosts, one of Christmas past, one of Christmas present, and one of Christmas future. Without giving away the story... What's this about Christmas presents? What's this about Christmas presents? Uh You're funny. Um, Without giving away the story, it was very heartwarming. Yes. 
It was. Um, can I just say, Michael Caine looks rocking for however old he is. It was like 92, and I reckon he looks better now than he did then, to be fair. <laughs> you know, did you dig the mutton chops? No. Really? <laughs> Man, Amy, what about you? Did you? What did you think of the mutton chops? Uh, I thought they were all right. <laughs> I like the salt and pepper Man, this hair is... he was going on. That was that was good. The bit of a mullet, if you will, salt and pepper mullet. <laughs> it was it was good. It was good. Um, so Christmas Carol. I've actually never watched this film before. I've never watched. Really? No. Yeah. I've. I I have. <laughs> I I know there's another Muppets Christmas movie, and that's the one that I remember. Um, but I haven't seen this one, the Christmas Carol one. Oh, I haven't seen this one, not the Muppets <laughs> version of it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. I thought it was really good. It was really fun. Um, based on kind of what we were saying yesterday when we were talking about what makes a Christmas movie and like, it's the journey and like the meaning. This film definitely had like it ticked all the boxes. I thought. Yes, I would have very much agreed with that. Yeah. Yes, I, I was thinking exactly that, Josh, as I was watching it. I was like, Josh would approve. <laughs> <ticked every box. laughs> um, yeah, and it's and it's yeah, it's and let's be real, um Michael Caine did a lot better job than Tom Hanks did. Oh, oh <laughs> different scenarios. Could Tom Hanks play Ebenezer Scrooge well? No. Well, because I think Michael Caine could play the conductor of the Polar Express better. Yes. yes. Like, I it's reckon. not, it's not do it doesn't too. work both ways. It only works one way. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. I definitely think Michael Caine could play the conductor on the Polar Express. Um, Tickets, please, love. That was my Michael Was that your Michael Caine no, that was impersonation? That impersonation of Steve Coogan doing an impersonation of Michael Caine. I told you not to blow the bloody nose off. Sorry, Amy, that's a reference of The Trip that me and Josh recently watched where... It's a really good movie. See, this is why Luke <laughs> needs to be here. <laughs> because I'm, like, left out, like, the third wheel. You're not the third wheel. If anything, me and Amy are the couple and Josh is the third wheel. <laughs> Josh. That's right. I'm the strong third. <laughs> um, so... Muppets Christmas Carol. Um, let's talk about how Christmassy this film was, and and like kind of the the central themes and the meaning behind it. Because um, I guess that's something that we picked up so far on the podcast between the other two films. So um, you know, all the films they have a meaning, and they there's growth and there's change. What did we think about this film, and and what kind of messages it it was giving out? How Christmassy was it? Amy? <laughs> <laughs> what? I did the retelling of the story. You give your opinion first. And so I can go, mm, yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, to be honest, I actually, um, in the, at the start, maybe I was bouncing off mum, actually. I keep mentioning her. Hi, Tracy. Hope you're well. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. And How's she's, it going? And she's probably listening right now to this. Um, <laughs> um, but I kind of thought the start was, I wasn't into it, but then as it went on, I started to like it and enjoy it. Um, but I thought it was quite, it was Christmassy. Yeah, it was, it was good. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's well done, brother. This is why you don't throw me <laughs> on the bus, Maddie. I thought it was very Christmassy. I Maddie. liked all the um, the songs that they wrote for the film. I thought they were mm. quite Christmassy. Yes. And Something Probably I hadn't heard before, you know what I mean? I can get very sick of Christmas carols. Working in retail, I don't want to listen to Christmas songs ever because <laughs> they're always on repeat. So it was good to listen to some Christmas carols I hadn't heard before. Do, do you think on, on that point, because I, I definitely agree, the Christmas songs I think were a really nice touch to the film and that they weren't just normal Christmas carols, they were songs written for the movie. And I thought yeah. that was really good. How many... Christmas songs should be in a Christmas movie, if any. Like, like, sh- are you expecting the cast to sing at some point in a Christmas movie? You'll expect Christmas carols at one point in a Christmas movie, right? Like, you'll expect a character yeah, or some characters to sing Christmas carols. I think that's... Or, or the Christmas carols are in the background. Like, they're, like, I don't know, walking through town and there just happens to be carolers yeah. or something. Mm. Like... Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, a very common thing that we picked up so far of the three movies, and I'll be really interested to see if it happens as we keep moving on, is that each film there's been specific singing. So, in... And the songs have been, like, specific to the actual movie or show or whatever. That's right. It's not been like, oh, oh well, I guess in Polar Express there are a couple of songs there at the end. But, like, yeah, it hasn't been like, oh, um, I don't know, Jingle Bells or whatever. Yeah, no, definitely. It's not. Yeah, it's not like they're they're going out of the way to sing, you know, yeah, deck the halls or something. They're they're songs written specifically for that movie. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be an interesting thing to to look out for. There were quite a lot of songs in this movie. Yes, yes. There were quite a few songs in this movie. Yeah, it was. Um, do we think that there were too many songs? Or do you think it, it hit just right? No, I think it hit just right. I think maybe a couple more songs wouldn't have... If they'd sung a song every time they went back into the past or the mm. future or the present, then it would be too many. But I think it was just the amount of right songs. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, can definitely get behind that. So, Josh, like as a musician yourself, what did you think about the songs that they wrote for the film? Do you think they were good enough for the film? Would you have changed anything? That's a really good question. Um, I think that the songs... So I did actually have some thoughts when the the songs were playing and that I think that they were very... very simple. Really simple. So, like, Mm. whereas, like, a lot of Christmas songs have, like, like, different, like, verses and tempos and crescendos... A lot of the Muppet songs were were of the same pace and of the same style, but I think that suited the the movie because it you know it was sitting old timey, you know London, and it was it was a Muppets movie, so it's never going to be incredibly intricate. It's going to be quite plain and simple because what you see is what you get with a Muppets movie. Mm. Um, I did enjoy Michael Caine singing at the end. I thought that was quite nice. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. All the songs were quite repetitive as well, which was good because they get stuck in your head. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what do yeah. we think about the little frog dying? Don't talk to me about Tiny Timmy, okay? <laughs> Tiny Timmy. Man, <laughs> he I didn't was... die. Okay, spoiler alert. He doesn't die in the end. 
because Ebenezer Scrooge becomes good. But if he was continuing to be bad, good, he would have yes. died. So Tiny Tiny didn't die. How dare you? But man, what an emotional roller coaster yeah, that no, was. Yeah, I was a bit sad. I almost tr- cried. <laughs> It was, yeah, like, sure. yeah, it, it definitely to. got to that point. It was like, oh, so this, that's the first time I felt that kind of feeling or close to that feeling of the movies we've watched so far, for sure. I felt like Michael Caine's, like, mm. his acting was very simple, but it, like, really hit hard. Does that make sense? Yeah, it did. Like, he was yeah, very yeah. emotional in the parts that needed the emotion, and I thought that was really good. Yeah, you know, Bar Humbug was really good. Bar. Bar. Humbug. Humbug. Oh, you've ruined it. <laughs> what were we doing? I don't get it. <laughs> There's supposed to be a pause between bar and humbug is what he was doing. So I said bar and you went bar. <laughs> bar, bar. Humbug. <laughs> um, so um, if we're looking at this movie uh, through the scope of the the movies that we've watched so far, so I know that I'm doing a lot of comparison on this one, but... I think I'm focusing on this because the movie was quite good. I don't have a lot that I want to pull apart from the Muppets movie because it felt like a really well-rounded and completed Christmas movie. Um, and, it, and to be fair, that's probably because it's, it's actually a Charles Dickens story that they've just adapted and that's probably why it, it goes so well. But... Um, yeah, so like when I'm when I'm thinking about this movie, I, I I'm comparing it more to the other films because it was quite a good movie. So so my question is, do you think that as far as Christmas films go, are they are they close to each other? So say like like the the Grinch, for example, and this movie, would you say that they're, they're on the same kind of level when it comes to Christmas movie or, and similar with the Polar Express? Like, how big is the gap between the movies that we've watched so far? I don't know. I don't want to compare them because they're all so different. Does that make sense? Hmm. I felt like yeah. the humour in The Muppets flowed really naturally yeah. Same way it kind of did in The Grinch, like his smile and a couple of the rhymes in The Grinch were pretty natural. Because I feel like a lot of the humour, mm. if there were any <laughs> moments of humour in the Polar Express, were quite forced. Does that make sense? No, definitely. Um, I, I, With the Muppets, yeah. it just rolled off the tongue. Like Rizzo the Rat and Gonzo having those moments in between the story was very funny Damn. and like broke it up. Um, and and just bringing it back to what you mentioned before about the Grinch is we, when we were talking about the Grinch, we talked about the the fourth wall breaks and all the looks yeah. of the camera. That was very similar to to that Muppet. So yes. you, you immediately felt included and and drawn in. Um, I think fourth wall breaks are naturally funny though. Yeah, because it is audience participation. Participation. Mm. I don't know, Amy thoughts. <laughs> Throw you under the bus time. <laughs> it's my new segment. <laughs> Throw Amy I mean... under the bus time. <laughs> we'll get a sting for that. <laughs> Thanks. That was the sting. I sang okay, it. Okay, <laughs> cool. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> um, I actually agree with Maddie. I feel like the Grinch and and this movie, um, like, were quite aligned with each other like I wouldn't say that 
the Polar Express was anything like the Grinch or this. Like, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I don't know because maybe it's because, I mean, I don't even know if there was, like, there was no comedy in the Polar Express, I feel, at all. (laughs) So (laughs) I feel like it's at a whole nother level. Um, Yeah, and Mm. just I think even just, like, the type of movie and the way the story was told is just so different. So, yeah. Definitely. Um, if, if the four of us were Muppets from this movie, what Muppets would we be? Josh, you would be Gonzo because of your giant <laughs> nose. Wow. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, you would be that red-headed beaker, meep, 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 whatever. <laughs> that is so meep. <laughs> meep, meep. That is you, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I'll be, I'll be Maddie's partner. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you're Miss Piggy. Come no, <laughs> Did you know Miss Piggy has her own um makeup collaboration that's just I come think, out? I think I did know that actually. Really? Ciate, Ciate London. I think that's the brand. Yeah, they've done a collab with Miss Piggy. What, is it called Mud? No, I'm <laughs> pretty sure it's just called Miss Piggy. <laughs> All right, that's... Wait, but who's Luke? <laughs> Luke is... Well, you were very mean last night. Yeah, so I, I feel just, like I you've just... got one in the works, Amy. <laughs> I'm just not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think... You've I got think... something lined up. I know you. <laughs> I think Luke would be. I'm just trying to think about the characters that were in A Christmas Carol and not just Is he Muppets. Sam the Eagle? That's what I thought. I was going the Eagle. The teacher, the headmaster. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. We'll go with that. We'll go with it. Um, I mean, he can't he tiny needs Timmy. To, he needs to be tiny Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> So he dies, Fuck. maybe. No, no, he does. Oh, yeah, from die. which reality, Maddie? Jeez. He does not die. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's not here, so <laughs> maybe Jeez. he does die. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Like... <laughs> Far out. Well, I like how, like, when one of us is away, it's just time to roast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder you... if he actually... Uh, listen to yesterday's podcast because he hasn't said anything to me. So <laughs> let's not mention it and see how long it takes. It will be interesting. Um, do you think that, given this was set in the eighteen fifties, um, that Kermit the Frog was susceptible to COVID? <laughs> no, because wasn't the plague around no, that no, time? No, but the thing is, he wouldn't want to get COVID because then. T- 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 Maybe that's Tiny why Tiny Timmy, Timmy dies. <laughs> Tiny Timmy survived COVID. Tiny, Tiny, Timmy. Tiny Timmy doesn't die, but he just has respiratory problems for the rest of his life. <sighs> Poor Timmy. <laughs> Do you think Muppets are susceptible to coronavirus given that they're made of felt? Can I ask a question about Muppets? Where does <laughs> yes. the word mu- Like, I get puppet, but why the m? Like, like... Movable puppets? <laughs> no, puppets are movable. I was like, you know what I mean? Oh like, God. why are they Muppets? <laughs> Do you want me to Google this real quick? Sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing that potentially may be worth mentioning <coughs> uh, 
Um, is it this was the first Muppets film that was produced post the death of Jim Henson? Um, so I believe it was his son. I'm not hundred percent on that. Brian Henson, I believe it's his son that took over. Um, but yeah, I thought this was quite good. Um, I think it was definitely very in line with, I guess, the Muppets as in general, and and kind of what the Muppets we come to to know and love from the Muppets. You I don't like see them as Muppets. You know what I mean? You see them as mm. like human characters. Yeah. It kind of pulls you away from them actually being puppets because of the direction and the like the style of it. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. actual people and actual characters, not Okay, so I've just googled it. They're called Muppets because Jim Henson liked the sound of it. He told journalists that the word was a combination of Muppet and Marionette. I mean, sorry, puppet and marionette because it sounded more professional and plausible than the truth. Okay, sure. He just liked the word muppet. That's good. You that's muppet. What I call you Josh. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I think that this movie has has really. I think it's put me in a really good kind of mood, like a good Christmassy mood. I know I keep coming back to this point, but I think that's the whole point of this podcast is to look at it through the lens of Christmas and, and you know, how much I enjoy the movie. And, and if I'm thinking about Christmas movies, I know it's quite early on, but I think this is top five material easy. Um, and I, I'm not sure if it's going to be beaten, to be honest. I think it's top five material for me. I really liked it. I was laughing the whole way through. I got Christmas cheer out of it. I don't know. I really it was very wholesome. Very yeah. wholesome. I like that. What about you, Amy? I think like because because I'm still like my family is still like busy at the moment. We haven't like de- decked out the house yet, and so then it doesn't really felt like Christmas very much yet yeah, at the house. Gotcha. So like I think having the movie tonight, um, I think it really, like, set the mood. Like, I know we've watched already two Christmas movies, but tonight is like, yep, it's it's coming. Christmas is coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true. <laughs> it's been such a weird, long but short year. I keep writing yeah. 11. I keep forgetting that it's already December. December, yeah. Mean, so this, it kind of put me in a Christmas mood. You're right, Amy. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, of Christmas and, and all things terrifying, can we just talk about the spirits of Christmas for a moment and okay. what the heck that first okay. one spirit, was? Spirit of the past scared the shit out of me. What I was really the... don't like porcelain dolls. I'm afraid of them. And she looked like a porcelain doll and I yeah. was afraid. I was like, what was this weird floating <laughs> child's head? And she even had like a kid's voice too. Like, oh. Why? But her eyes were like Muppet-like. They blinked really slowly. So I feel like it was half Muppet, half CGI. Yeah. It yeah, was, it was um, weird. It was not I okay. I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, also, like, future, and it was just like this giant yeah. dimension. Yeah. That was so weird. <laughs> bit weird. But was... I still liked it. <laughs> it didn't take away from the movie. It just was a bit like, hmm, this mm. is questionable. Like um, the Polar Express, very questionable. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that, um, if I was going to critique one thing, I think that Ebenezer jumped from being a grumpy man to being a happy man very fast. Yeah, I think. So, 
So between the span of the first spirit and the second, it was like by the time he got to the second spirit, he was already done. Like he was yeah, joking so with that second spirit right at the start about, I can't remember the joke they made about all the food and all the family and like. Yeah, yeah. and then it's kind of po- like at that point, it's like, well, then why do you still need the other two if he's already at that point, like starting to anyway? Yeah, and I don't know if that's, I don't know if that comes down to a couple of things, like one being a kid's movie, maybe you do need to to play into that a bit more for kids, but I don't know if that was a direction choice or if Michael Caine is not a, as good an actor as we all think he is. Hey, I don't know. how dare you? She was only 16. <laughs> uh, funny. I don't know, I think... Um... Well, he kept saying, like, please don't show me anymore, like, please don't. But I think they had to push him, otherwise he wouldn't have changed completely. Mm. Yeah. That's no, what I got out of it anyway. No, definitely. Look, I, I definitely agree with that. I just think the transition from Ebenezer the Cranky Man to Ebenezer the Loving Christmas Man could have been a bit slower. That's true. Um, have you, either of you read the book? No. No. Have you? Yeah, I read the book. I feel like I have. I went through a phase where I was like, I'm all about the classics, man. So I feel like it was in there. I love Jane Austen. No, never liked it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a feminist. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I went through a phase of reading classics and I feel like I did, but I can't remember it that well. So it might be on my list to read. I don't know. Mm. It was pretty good. I liked it better than the, um, have you watched The Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey and it's like the animation of Is that Polar the- Express? Is that the one in the like 2009 something? Yeah, it's got the same animation. Isn't like, that on our as... list? No. Is it? <laughs> no. We've only got one Christmas Carol movie. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. Right. Yeah, that actually, that the 2009 one, I watched that in the cinema and it was 3D and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, really? exactly. But I also remember in that one he was a dickhead for longer. I was going to say when we were talking about just before, I feel like in that version he was, like, grumpy for longer. But I don't know. It was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, right. Gotcha. It's interesting. See, that's really interesting. Um, But, like, I, I, that's the smallest of criticisms that I think I can give this movie. Um. I was just super happy to to be sitting down watching it because, I mean, there were so many jokes and so many laughs. It was, like, heartfelt. It was sweet. It had songs, you know. Tiny Timmy nearly died. It was, you know, it was. It didn't have any roller coasters, though. Um, <laughs> like literally roller coasters? Yeah. The, the, only, <laughs> the only roller coaster was, uh, was Tiny Timmy, but... Um, you know, that's. I mean, there was the flying bit. I don't know if you count that as a roller coaster. No. Man, how good was the green screen? <laughs> hey, hey, pretty good for 1992, know, if you ask me. It was, it was fantastic. There was actually quite a lot of those moments where there was one shot where it definitely didn't need to be shot, where it was Michael Caine landing after flying, but it didn't show his <laughs> face, so it was very clearly a stunt double. But. But the shot was so close up on just his legs that I was like, you could have just skipped that shot altogether. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that this was a great movie. Maddie, I'm going to ask you, did you like this movie 
And would you put it in your top five? Well, we've kind of mentioned the top five, but did you like this movie? Yeah, I really like this movie. Like I said, like there was some really genuine laughter coming from me <laughs> while watching it. Like I had fun watching it. Michael Caine is always good, and I'm a big fan of uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy in their relationship. I like to follow that, you know, keep in touch with them. Um, I didn't realise how much of a main character Gonzo is. I thought, like, there was only a couple Muppets movies with him as the main character, but he is definitely a main character of the Muppets, isn't he? Yeah. No, definitely. I think a lot, when you think of... I mean, when I think of a Muppet movie, I think of Muppets in Space. That's, like, the first one that yeah, but comes that's to my head. And that's a Gonzo movie. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, definitely. I th- I think, man, I love Gonzo. I think he's fantastic. Um, very funny, very funny. It's such like a a reliable character, too. I think he makes a the, a good choice because I, I mean, I wouldn't want to see Kermit as the narrator. No, I think Kermit's too overplayed. Yeah. I d- I don't think it would work. No. No. Be too much, but yeah, I think Gonzo. And I, I don't think Kermit, I mean, I'm going to say this, I personally don't find Kermit the Frog funny. I don't think he's supposed to be funny. Well, that's good because <laughs> I definitely don't. <laughs> or is that just that's me good. or am I just picking that up? I think he's like the he's... more responsible Muppet. Yeah. He's got his head on his shoulders sort of thing. Whereas yeah. all the other Muppets are a bit <laughs> wild and... <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, oh man, you just reminded me. One gag I really did enjoy. Sorry, I've I've absolutely derailed. I've opened a new tab. Yeah, all no, of it's a sudden, fine. I was we were... I was talking, but it's fine. Keep going. My, my apologies. I just thought I'd mention this. I think potentially my favourite joke of the film was when Animal appeared, um, got ready to sit on you know play the drums and then just played the, the triangle. Um, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, At the start, it was Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat, and I'm pretty sure Rizzo the Rat said, I'm just here for the food. And yes. I was like, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also just here for the food. Uh, Amy, what what did you think of the movie? What, did you enjoy the movie? Um, I really, as I said before, I think like this is the movie that's like started to set me into the mood of Christmas. And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought, like... And I think it had a really good, like, story and stuff, moral of the story behind it as well, which was really good. Like, I mean, we keep saying, looking into that every movie, but I think out of all of them, I reckon this one was maybe probably the best. And also it had a bit of OT in it as well with Mr. Uh, Tiny Timmy. <laughs> so <laughs> Something you could relate to, Amy, finally. <laughs> All I want is one dying child, and I finally got it. Oh, finally, some occupational therapy I can get involved with. What did you think of his crutch? Uh, kind of shit, but... <laughs> like, is that going to really Wait, help him, or is it just... I mean, if I mean, if it was current times, we'd probably uh, prescribe him a wheelchair, but <laughs> it's not current times, is it? <laughs> Oh, he's a frog, Amy. What? He's a frog. Frogs need wheelchairs too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially in the Muppets, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. That's that's the best perspective I think we're ever going to get on this podcast, (laughs) is there? (laughs) Josh, what do you think? 
Um, yeah, no, there's not a lot to say about this movie because I really enjoyed it. Um, I think sometimes it's easier to critique things because it, it gives us more opportunities to talk about it. Um, but when I, but when you enjoy something, all you kind of want to do is just sit down and watch and take it in, and and that's what I did. Um, for the one hour forty something that 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 movie ran, I was I was in from start to finish. So, um, definitely a really enjoyable movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh oh, it's time for Maddie's segment. Insert sting here. Now, <laughs> Josh. I'm sorry. What what just happened? <laughs> She's... I just gave you a moment to create a sting for me so I could do my I'm... own segment. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. What, what just happened? She, she, you need to make a theme song for her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I left it blank there like we've right, been doing well, with Luke so you can just insert a little something <laughs> there. Well, listeners, um, you, you decide on whether whatever I did was really good or really crap. I Please bet you're just going to leave it and not put anything <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, I, like was, I was, I was, I was. I'll, I'll come up with something. Okay, do it next podcast. I liked my little insert sting here. <laughs> now, Josh, out of 10 Christmas hats, what would you give this movie? Um, I'm not going to jump the full 10 because I don't think anything's perfect. But <laughs> I'm going to give it like... Give it a nine. A nine, yes. Um, it was, yeah, definitely a nine. I think that this was this was a really enjoyable movie. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I really, I really loved it. The Muppets are hilarious. Now this was your pick as well, wasn't it? You hadn't oh, yeah, seen it this one, but you yeah, did it pick was. it. Yeah, and 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 that was part of the reason I picked it because I haven't seen this movie before. So, um, unlike a couple of the other picks that we've had so far. Um, it definitely wasn't nostalgia-based. I think I just really wanted to, to watch it, and I'm, I'm glad that we put this on the list. Yeah, definitely. Amy, to how many Christmas hats out of ten? I reckon uh, an eight. Yep. Eight out of ten. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Any reasoning behind the eight or just happy with an eight? I think it was just an overall good Christmas movie. Yeah, Lots nice. of fun, enjoyable. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I'm going to go in between and say an 8.5. Like you said, Josh, I think the jump from Ebenezer being a good guy was a bit too fast for me. So thematically, I was a bit like, hmm, I'm not buying it. But it was a very enjoyable, fun movie. And it's definitely put me in the mood to watch some more Chrissy movies. And I think it's good that it's the third one as well because we've had a bit more comparison now. You know what I mean? Definitely. I think that, that Christmas catalogue is growing. Yes, definitely. And I think it's a bit of a mix as well because, like, while I enjoyed The Grinch, it wasn't my favourite. Polar Express definitely wasn't my favourite. And, like, this has <laughs> put me in a good mood and a hopeful mood that the rest are going to be okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, well, look, thank you so much for, for tuning in, guys. Um once again, you can check us out on Instagram. We are on Instagram at Christmas and Chill Podcast. Um, if you have any questions, any 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 um, any pressing or exciting things you want us to bring up on the podcast, feel free to send them through to mailbag.christmasandchill at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment or send us a DM on Instagram as well. Um, tomorrow we'll be watching Deck the Halls. 
um, which I think is your pick. Is that right, Manny? I thought it was. Oh, no, it is my pick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting it confused with Jingle all the way. No, this is my pick. Quite a good Christmas movie with Matthew Broderick. And uh, any relation, Josh? No. <laughs> and Danny DeVito, Eggman himself. So it's going to be a good one, I reckon. Uh, fantastic. Look, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Um, and we will chat to you tomorrow. See ya. Yes. Bye. Bye. Oh, also, Luke's segment will go in here. Bye. Hello, Christmas podcast listeners. This is Luke again. Um, today we watched uh, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, it was released in 1992, pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it was... I really, really enjoyed it. I'll see you guys tomorrow.